0: Hello, everybody. It's so good to see all of your beautiful faces. Or at least let you look at mine and Adam's. Uh, Welcome to the show. I am I am Gary Horn. I am Adam Rotella. And this is the NWA. It's a podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, tradition, all of it for one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time, the National Wrestling Alliance. And today was a big show, my friends. I started to out-
1: I gotta say, man, you sound fantastic today, my man. Are you feeling better? It feels like there's like a little glow about you these days.
0: Well, I am I am feeling a lot better, and I was about to say that I think I started that <laughs> off too calmly. Like I was It was very of- calm. <laughs> like, just like very like, well, hello everyone. <laughs> you know, just well- very professional. What, 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 what's great
1: about that, Gary, is you know we just had NWA Stranger with uh, our producer, our moderator, Elder Sauer, and uh, Elder Sauer's tone was very monotone throughout the whole thing. So it was really fun working with working with him, and then you started things off just as monotone i'm like man do i need to like change my energy around tonight i don't know what's going on
0: (laughs) well i was about to say i probably need to amp it up a little bit (laughs) so everybody else out there could be excited just like we're excited about the nwa uh show we just watched that was episode uh what are we on now like 18 i think that was 18 now i believe it's 18. yeah and uh Well, it was a heck of a show. We learned a lot of stuff on this episode. So, uh, Adam, as always, I I think what we're going to do is just run through, do a recap with everyone, and we'll talk about everything we saw tonight on NWA Power. And then, as always, we'll close it off for the podcast portion and jump into the live after chat, the after show, crack a beer, whatever, drink it out of the Crockett Cup if you've got one, and – and that's the plan, at least. Anything you want to is drop that, before we get into that?
1: Yeah, man. Do you think that that's something that you and I might be able to do after the Crockett Cup? Do you think you and I might be able to pour some beers into that Crockett Cup and have a
0: couple drinks out of that thing? That looked fun. It did look fun. Also, a little unsanitary, but I'd be willing to do it. Oh, um,
1: Gary, that's <laughs> fine. That's I mean, it fine. is
0: alcohol. So, I mean, you know, so probably less germs. But uh, Exactly.
1: I, <laughs> Um, Well, 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 one second, Gary. Folks, we are going to go through the the podcast portion of this right now. So we see your chats. We interact with your chats. But if you want your chat to be read on the podcast version, all you have to do is throw us any amount for the super chat just so that we can continue the podcast flow going. But then we're going to stick around for what, Gary? Half an hour, 45 minutes usually after the show?
0: Yeah, yeah, we hang out and talk to you guys. It's all about everybody in the chat room. Whatever you want to talk about, nothing is off limits probably, and uh, we'll be happy to <laughs> talk. talk to you about it. And, yeah, like, like Adam said, I love you. Uh, Remember to bring that up. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Any, anybody else out there watch The Witcher on Netflix? I know Adam probably no. doesn't. He hasn't seen it. no idea what you're
1: talking about.
0: But, all right, somebody out there knows the Witcher, it's on Netflix. It's a great show. I enjoyed it, but anyway, whatever. We're talking about our favorite show, NWS. To the Gary our Cam. Day. Oh, and uh, Vapros Vape with the uh, tip tip in the tip jar, and the comment you chose, Vapros Vape, is red. I don't, I don't know what that is in reference to.
1: I have so. no idea, but we're gonna keep those two dollars. Thank you, Vase Vape Ross Vape, and we'll we'll save red as much as you want for two bucks, my man. Hell yeah.
0: Absolutely. Red it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, uh yeah, and, and, and big, big props to Elder Sour. You looked great, sir. I told you this offline, but I just want to throw it out, out there again. If you guys did not catch NWA Stranger, you gotta jump on and watch that one. Just seeing Elder Sauer, such an inspirational dude. He's a big help to us. And yeah, scheduling that brain surgery around all of the NWA, and that man is already back. I, I you know, am bitching and moaning about uh, being sick, but that guy has been through it.
1: Yeah, man. you got you got forty-four staples
0: in your head, Gary. No, no staples in my head.
1: All right,
0: then I think that we
1: can. I, I think we can get to work here at least. <laughs>
0: Gotcha. Fabros Fate says my super chat is red. So it it does not look red to me, but congratulations. Works for me. (laughs) Thank you very much, Mr. Ross. All right. I'm assuming that that's uh, Jim Ross, probably, if I had to guess. Obviously. All right. So let's jump into the recap, everybody. Episode 18 of N.W.A. Power. It was a big one. We start off this episode with our brand new theme song, uh, with the Pantera, uh, Broken. I'm broken. Uh, I got to say. Please. uh, Yeah, I just. The guitar riff is badass. I'm fine with that. It's a cool sounding song. I still miss Into the Fire. I still miss it. I, I can't let it go.
1: Yeah, Gary, you know, I, I didn't think that we were going to talk about this into the next week, but you know, because change is good and change is acceptable and Hey, we're here for change, but dude, I mean, obviously we're getting excited over two bucks, but it's, uh, I mean, that's, that's some change. I can believe in. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. I'm here all week, here all week, but dude, I am missing into the fire so much, my man. Like, I don't know, dude, it's. This song, I I do have a note about this song too. Not a fan, not a fan of it whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, man. It's a, th- there was that retro Ford vibe that that we talk about a lot that Into the Fire just brought, and it was, yep. it had the right amount of pop and energy just to like get you jacked up for the song. And it, it, like some people are gonna be huge Pantera fans, and I'm not knocking that band, but I. And so this may even be blasphemy to some of those people, but it uh, it 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 feels a little to me like a song that would have been on Raw or something. Mm-hmm. So it may you know, there was a difference within to the fire that it that yeah. brought and I, I think it, it misses something with the Pantera song. I'm I'm seeing in the chat people do like it. You know, everybody. I'm just giving you my opinion. That's all I can do. Yeah.
1: Well, dude. I mean, "End of the Fire" was so you. Un- it had such a unique vibe to it, right? And the show, the set, everything about the N.W.A. all has a unique vibe to it. Also, this song just sounds. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I've never listened to Pantera in my entire life. I don't even know who these people are. And it just it just doesn't work for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 you know maybe we gotta accept that. Maybe they're gonna try to change it like every after every yeah. pay per view or something. I mean that. I mean I'm open to uh, to 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 hearing some new stuff. So we'll, we'll hey, see.
1: could you Im- could you imagine uh, NWA Power starting with that Jimmy Buffett song? Am I right, everybody? Can we get some uh, uh, Pirate Looks at Forty? Can we get some volcano? That's my kind of wrestling music, my friends. All right, we're going to go over to the Gary cam because I know no one agrees with me.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> all right, so anyway, we get through the intro that I, I'm starting to dig Pantera now that you've said that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. I, I'm all right with Jimmy Buffett, too. Um, so uh, the very first thing we get on the actual show is Eli Drake and James Storm jo- join Joe Galley and Stu Bennett at the commentary position and uh, James is uh, walking around behind. Eli's on the headset. Uh, They said they made a uh, a community decision that James does not get on the mic when he's been drinking. It's probably a good call, one that we could take a lesson from, but uh, here we are. Perhaps. (laughs) So, um, anyway, so uh, it was cool having those guys out there, and they are calling the next match, which is uh, the Dawson's with the Pope, and uh, they're taking on the bouncers, with Eddie Kingston, uh, the bouncers being Brian uh, Melonis and the Beer City Brewer, Bruiser from Ring of Honor, so they're back. They're uh, I guess on loan over from Ring of Honor, part of the new partnership uh, structure, and uh, they have a, a pretty intense match. I mean, these are some big boys going at it. It was that uh, that ring held up somehow, but I it, it was iffy there for a while.
1: Oh, Gary, you know, here's—I mean, I really do not mind the bouncers being a part of the NWA, even if these guys are on loan. These are the type of wrestlers that we are going out for, right? Big guys, big men, and I even kind of like the bouncers with Eddie Kingston. They do kind of fit with each other, and I, I'm for 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 what it is. This works for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I, I think that they 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 look like they fit in with the NWA. So that was no yeah. judgment on them at all. It's uh, it was a good matchup too. Just seeing these these big bruisers go up against each other, and uh, uh, WWE front row has dropped in a dollar ninety nine into the tip jar. Wants us to know that I'm broken was recorded twenty seven years ago. He feels old. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, I think we all feel old. Did you know that our demographic, our highest demographic for this show is 35 to 45-year-olds? So give yourselves a round of applause, everybody. We're we're all old.
0: <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. All right, so let's see. So the, the match ends, by the way, I just have to say that Beer City Bruiser came off the top rope with a frog splash that was... Pretty darn lovely for a man that size. <laughs> I was pretty impressed by that. Uh, but the bouncer's going over the Dawson's in this one. Eddie Kingston and the Pope facing off. They're really building that angle with the Pope and Eddie having some issues, and they still have not touched. But I'm, I'm ready for it now. I'm, I'm ready to see those two go at it.
1: Yeah, man, you know, I mean, I, we did not know where they were going to start off with. I mean, even the Pope being a part of the NWA, but now as this thing is going back and forth and we were in the room, man, we saw Mr. Eddie Kingston and the Pope yelling back and forth from uh, to each other from across the ring, dude, I'm, I'm invested in this. I would love to see Eddie Kingston kick the crap out of the Pope at the Crockett Cup. And I'm pretty sure that that's what the NWA wants us to feel right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's got to be the end game here. So uh, I'm looking forward to that match already. And uh, so right after the matchup, the bouncers and Eddie walk over and hang out with Eli and James Storm, and uh, they make a, a beer soup in the Crockett Cup, just <laughs> mixing everything. And uh, everybody, well, everybody except Eli Drake, I should say, uh, takes a giant swig out of that thing. So... I, I don't know. Uh, it's so weird. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I think I think one of my favorite parts, Gary, was actually uh, Eli Drake holding holding the cup up for James Storm to drink even more and even more and even more. I don't know if these guys ever thought that they were going to be a team together, but man, do they work together pretty well.
0: They are great together, man. They, they bounce off each other very, very well. Shout out to Ink Smoothie Entertainment. <laughs> Thank you so much for the donation, sir, to the tip jar. No one would drink White Claw out of the Crockett Cup. I don't know if that's a jab at me or at Adam. You had or... White Claw
1: last week, didn't you, Gary? I, I, I think, think I did were, have
0: White uh, Claw. You were rocking with the claw. Yeah, absolutely, I was. So, uh, But no, not this week. My after show drink is the Sierra Nevada Torpedo IPA. So uh, no White Claw for me. um some fulls- local IPA from Austin.
1: Yes. Nice. What's everyone else drinking? Tell us in the chat.
0: Yeah. Tell us if you got a drink or you know whatever else you might be partaking in. Um, So uh, just remind everybody. (laughs) If you can, make sure you're liking the video and hitting subscribe if you haven't already. Go ahead and share that video on all your social media platforms. We want everybody in here. We want to hang out with all of you people. You want this family to grow. And I just wanted to go ahead and give that reminder to you guys if you could. And uh, all right. So uh, next up, we had uh, a little bit of the Aldous promo from Free Enterprises uh, where he mentions that you know Marty's trying to take – that. Is,
1: there, is there a reason why our real world champion is in a goddamn stairwell for the love of God? I mean, can't we put this guy out in front of people? Can't we put this guy out in front of, I don't know, people? Maybe a nicer background. What's Nick Aldis doing in a
0: stairwell? That's a good question. I don't know. It's like he's like 1997 mankind. Like, why is he hanging yeah. out like weird <laughs> spots? Come on, this is Nick Aldis. He should be nowhere exactly. except in, a, in his Jag or in the ring, you know, just in the lap of I just, luxury I, all time. I
1: just, I just always picture our real world's champion sitting in some kind of like library in a deep leather brown chair with like leather bound books behind him, and he's just drinking like a whiskey with a giant rock in it. That's how I always picture
0: Nick Aldis. That's how I'd like to picture me right now. That sounds great. Um, so. All right, next up, uh, well, well, I, I should say in that promo, he does mention that, uh, you know, Marty's trying to take that title. Well, this is a thing that at any given time is, like, worth $500,000 to him that it brings into him and his family and his company, and Marty's just trying to take that uh, away. So that kind of gives us a little precursor to where we're going with this angle, but kind of interesting to see Nick Aldis throw a little price tag out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, we, it moves pretty quickly on from there. We move into uh, Tom Latimer and Camille come out and join Joe Galley. And uh, this is kind of cool. We don't get to see Tom talk that much. So it's nice to see him get a little mic time uh, at, the, uh, at the booth. And uh, he's uh, talking to Joe about how he's happy he's going to kick the crap out of that old fart Tim Storm. That's uh yeah, Todd Latimer impersonation.
1: Well, dude, Gary, I love the impersonation. It's spot on here. We're, we're, we're even giving you a bell for it. But Thank I got to say, much. man, I love Thomas Latimer on the mic. Let's put him on the mic even, even more, especially with the beautiful Camille right next to him, man. I mean, Thomas Latimer on the mic is gold. And, you know, we haven't really heard him on the mic that much until now. And I got to say, him... And, uh Camille together yeah man much much more of that pretty place
0: absolutely and it, and it and you saying that actually just reminded me I mean because one of the 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 golden parts about Tom Latimer on the mic that I really appreciated is there's nothing flashy about mm-hmm. what he's doing he just sounds mean. And he sounds angry at all times. And uh, and that's that's kind of a lost art, too, in some places. And uh, I remember uh, I, I was in the chat during NWA Stranger, and there was a little conversation going on in the chat about uh, I'm just easy-to-hate heel. Like, NWA is just, like, somebody that does—there's no mix. Like, just a bad guy. And uh, yeah. I think Tom Latimer sort of fits that bill right now. Like, dude. he's I just think a that's rough fun. dude.
1: Dude, I think that's spot on, Gary. I mean, the guy looks tough. He talks tough. It looks like someone just sprayed him down with a with a with a lawn hose before he came out there. I love the guy. Much much more. I like more to think Thomas it was comm-
0: Go from where you were is what I'm being told in the headset. But
1: that's fine. Let's let's yeah let, let's go let's go from where we let's go from where we are and then we'll figure it out afterwards Gary maybe this is just this is just one of those things that will live on YouTube forever and it'll just be funny to look back on when we're uh, uh, in the Hall of Fame
0: bro it's part of the journey bro <laughs> Thanks, Gary sounds like
1: me except for, except for the bro stuff. All right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, let, me, let, me, was... let me turn this light down a little bit. I'm, I'm, I am a little bright today. But, Gary, just say, say hi to the people coming in here, and uh, let's just go from where we left off. I, I agree with Alder.
0: And just when you think you've got it, some some stuff goes down. And, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, White Claws in the Crockett Cup. Yeah, we can't lose that. That's good quality stuff. I um, I agree. I did not cut Jennifer's thoughts out of this. She she was very sassy about it tonight. She like walked in and she was just uh, she she sat down on the couches like, I'm not gonna have any Jennifer's thoughts tonight because she said you you put me on the spot, so I'm not I don't have anything.
1: No, <laughs> like, Gary. Gary. Well, first of all, we can't. We cannot put Jennifer on the spara. You. You just have to slyly take Jennifer notes when she says them from now on. That was
0: yeah. I. She. But she watches sometimes, so she knows I'm doing that. It's the problem. I think. I never. I never. Like called her out. And was like, hey, I'm looking for Jennifer thoughts today. Oh,
1: but Jennifer notes are super over.
0: Let her know that she's over. I. I told her. I told her. It's like people like that. You know, what can you do? Man, it's good to be back, though. I missed this. This is I, I needed this. This is cathartic for me to look forward to a Tuesday of all days to come back and hang out with all of you people. And talk about NWA power. I I need this in my life. So, dude,
1: Gary, I, I totally agree, man. I mean, Wrestling Days was just talking about that the other day. He's like, I, I think he went like three days without streaming. And he's like, I need to stream, and uh, I, I I definitely feel that way. You know, like if Gary and I were gonna go off the air and do something without the chat, without the energy, without you guys adding to the show there is an element that the chat brings that we just cannot duplicate out outside of this. So I am happy we're back. I'm happy that the mic is working. And uh, yeah, thank you guys very much for chilling out. This doesn't happen very often. So thank you guys for coming back.
0: All right. Well, uh, what do you want to do? You want to go ahead and get started and go back into uh, talk about uh, um, Mr. Tom Latimer?
1: Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah, Tom Latimer, uh, let, let's start at the actual match.
0: Well, uh, one thing I did want to bring up that we didn't get into was where I was going. I think whenever all the 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 shiz, was going on, was that the interesting part of Tom's promo for me was this idea. But aside from Galley probing uh, Miss Camille again, uh, the Tom talking about that Nick is his best mate and you know mm-hmm. that that he doesn't you know that Joe's trying to prod a little bit to say like well what if, what what if you could have a title shot you know and you've worked your way up there and uh and it's just interesting to me because you got Nick over here having this ordeal with, with Marty calling him his best friend but there's also Tom over here saying Nick's my best friend and uh I just wonder I just wonder what the feelings are there and if that becomes anything or if it could be anything in the future if we're getting some seeds planted for uh, some possibilities down the line.
1: Well, hey, man, I think that we've seen the NWA plant seeds ever since the, the beginning of 10 pounds of gold. I mean, who knew that Zicky Dice was the actual first opponent that Tim Storm fought in the very, very first uh, 10 pounds of gold? So, dude, there's been seeds planted throughout the whole uh, uh, new, new regime of the NWA, so that, that wouldn't surprise me at all
0: yeah absolutely um uh so so the match happens it's Tim storm versus tom latimer good good hoss fight like i called it, it on twitter and uh I, I one thing that stood out to me in this matchup besides just these guys being fun to watch was i know that there's still some bitterness in some people's hearts for the way things have gone down with commentary but every chance i get i want to point out that uh I love Stu Bennett on commentary. He is fantastic and he was especially fantastic during this match. I mean he's good in every match, but I just love that the story that the wrestlers are telling in the ring, Stu Bennett is also delivering to the listening, the viewing audience at home. Like he is it's something, I mean, great commentators over time I think had this ability, guys like Jim Ross and that sort of thing, like that's a sort of a built-in thing for those folks but it may be a thing that you know as joe learns more and more about wrestling commentary he picks up on Stu has this connection that a lot of people don't that he's been there he's been in the ring i even saw a little bit of it when he sat next to marty Skrull outside the ring that one time and they had the one-on-one talk there's a respect a a respect there's a respect there that you only get because this is a person that has been where you are has, has been all, they know that life. And, um, so I, I, especially get that on the commentary too. There's something about the way that Stu delivers a message and the stories that he tells that he knows he's like on the same wavelength as the wrestlers in the ring, I think. And mm-hmm. so he, he delivers a perspective that you can't get anywhere else. So while, you know, Things could have gone either way in commentary. I'm just super happy Stu's there. I, this was his best week, I think, ever on commentary. And he's been good every week. But this week, I just it especially stood out to me. I just wanted to point it out.
1: Dude, totally agree, man. I mean, Stu Bennett coming on the NWA team really set him up behind the eight ball in in, in many ways. But Stu Bennett coming out knocking it out of the park knocking it out of the park become a became a great member of the family this week 100% sir
0: yeah absolutely and uh, so this match was great enhanced uh but uh enhanced by Stu Bennett and uh and and I mean these two guys just the running into each other just the power moves they're delivering and um i, I do love uh Latimer just is always mean and we talked a little bit about that on the mic but he's also that way in the ring and just like from anything from just the look on his face what he's talking about wanting to like just plow through tim storm to towards the end where he just yells out time to die timmy <laughs> <laughs> just that there is a Latimer is a natural nasty heel and uh that's good to see
1: Well, Gary, not just Thomas Latimer, my man. I really wish the NWA would have got this shot because after he won... Miss Camille just comes strutting out in front of the ring. And, you know, Miss Camille, man, with one look, she can silence a crowd. And she looked at the crowd. She looked at us like we were, like, the nerdiest kids in high school. And she just looked at each and every single person in the eye with a look that said, I knew that my boyfriend was going to win. And you suck for not sharing for him. And I wish that the camera would have got that. But, dude, she had, those two together in real life and in wrestling Oh, it's it's
0: beautiful. It warms your heart. It, it warms, warms my your heart, Gary. Your cold dead black heart. <laughs> it <warms> it. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, you're you're absolutely right. Is that right because
1: up. I said or is that because today I said hunger is a hell of a motivator, Gary? Are you giving me a black heart because I said that? <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. I'm just uh I'm just rolling with it, my man. It's just uh I, I think you're absolutely right. These guys have some amazing chemistry together. It's obvious that they're that that's a real attachment that they have with each other and they play off each other well. Tom has taken a back seat, uh I don't want to say a back seat, but he's He's been more of a minor role uh, for a while in the NWA since its inception, but he's slowly, like, appearing bigger and bigger in the picture of, of, from strictly business until now. And uh, I think he's going to be undeniable as this thing rolls along. That's our key word there. But I think he's got the keys to – he he is, is a force to be reckoned with and, and a, just a great, nasty heel. I love him.
1: Well, dude, we're seeing that he can hold his own on the mic. I mean, the 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 team that our real world's champion has put together can all hold their own outside of this group as well. And I think that, that that's what makes a very strong stable. Can we take these people out of the stable? Can they still be strong? And then when you put them together, they just become unstoppable.
0: Great, great point. Uh, so I, one of the terms i was going to use that felt cliche but it, it applies as i was going to say tom as a guy that you love to hate just like camille things i'm going to use that to segue into things i hate to hate because right at the end of this matchup mama storm reappears Woo. next to uh tim storm and Woo. uh this it's just a uh did I did
1: I, did I did I did I tell you that uh, Mama Storm actually slid into the podcast DMs today?
0: Oh no, you did, did you see not. That? Mama I didn't Storm. See
1: it. Well, Mama Storm was in the DMs. He's like, uh, "Hey, I listen to the podcast. I think it's great, even though you guys don't like Mama Storm." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
1: I said, "But we like Danny Deals."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. I just. I, well, you know, it's not. So yeah, let's establish that because we know that the folks in the NWA actually do watch and listen to the show. It's um and and we're happy to have Danny Beals listening to the show. Um, it's not a statement on him. I just this character for me does not work. Like I don't.
1: I I don't think that it's. I don't think that it's a character, Gary. It's just a situation that we're putting these people in that doesn't really work. I mean, why are we making? But hey, also, I received a lot of feedback this week about people that absolutely loved the segment. Wrestling Days was talking about how he liked the segment earlier today. And a lot of people out there, a lot of really old, old, old school people really enjoyed that well i don't want to say that they really enjoyed the segment but they did
0: get something out of it but
1: uh i'm with you man i th- th- this 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 is not for me
0: yeah i and, and again nothing on anybody involved but yeah you put it correctly like it's just it's just the scenario i just yeah uh, from from the very inception of the thing that where like joe gallant gets on his headset and it's like oh you didn't tell me mama storm is here you're like Who's telling him that Mama Storm is there? Like, yeah. is, is Ligada just being <laughs> in there? Yeah, I was just going
1: to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, like. And, like, you're setting up Joe Galley, too, that Mama Storm is there? Like, you clearly know that it's not Mama Storm. Everyone clearly knows that it's not Mama Storm. So you have to imagine that Dave Legan is just being an a-hole in the back, and he's like, hey, Joe, Mama Storm's coming out. And you're like, why would he do that? Why? What what is this? Who's behind this? Why is this happening? It's just – and I and I know that like you can wait and see the story play out or whatever, but it just feels like nobody involved. Like, who's doing why would anybody do this to Tim Storm? I mean, maybe, maybe it's the kind of thing that Aldous would do if he still had Storm on his radar, but you kind of get the impression that you know he's he's off his radar. The only other person that's had that kind of a feud that you could see playing or toying with Tim Storm that way is is Mr. Josephus. And uh, well, Lord knows what's going on there so Lord
1: knows what's going on there but we are seeing more and more tweets from the leader the kingdom of Josephus that hopefully something will be coming down the pike for that man dude I'd love to see another Josephus Tim Storm feud dude that stuff was great
0: yeah absolutely 100% I am on board with that Uh, you uh, got a deal for the 10 pounds of gold DVD set 50% off this this next 24 hours uh, so get those if you have it or just go watch it. Or them. just
1: watch for free on YouTube, everybody. <laughs> like, what are we selling? Like, I get it. I get it. Buy buy it. Make some money for the NWA. But also that content's for free on their YouTube page, everybody. So just watch it. All we want you to do is watch that 10 Pounds of Gold series. See how the NWA actually went from Tim Storm to Nick Aldis to all in to now nwa power it is over eight hours of document documentary footage about how the brand became what it is today and if you really love the nwa sink your teeth into that thing because then you will be just in the same spot as gary and i are
0: yeah absolutely uh next up you've got david marquez he's out there with trevor murdoch And uh, Trevor wants a rematch. He's never seen anybody run as much as Aaron Stevens. Hell, when he won the national title, he was hiding behind a Christmas tree. And uh, Trevor is out there being a tough sob. He does his job. He says, "If Aaron, uh, he said he uh, he was trained by Harley Race, and God help him if Harley Race had could see Aaron Stevens and that moron the question mark, (laughs) he would be ashamed." And uh, so that, of course, leads to the question mark entering the uh, NWA arena. He walks out and uh, makes uh, – well, actually, hey, check. I do have a hashtag Jennifer Note here because she Ooh. did – I forgot about this one. When she was watching it, she said, why is he making didgeridoo noises with his mouth? Wait and, a minute. Uh, Are you telling me <laughs> that
1: Miss Jennifer did not stand for the Mongrovian national anthem, Gary?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. It's How unfortunate.
1: disrespectful.
0: Yeah, it's, well, or who cares? Uh, well, in, <laughs> all, in, 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 in,
1: in all honesty, folks, a lot of people did not stand for that Mongrovian national anthem inside that uh, NWA arena either.
0: Well, I did. I'll admit that I did. I'm on video doing it. I held up my— This time. This time. Oh, yeah, yeah. This time? No, I don't, I don't think I stood up for it at all. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. So uh, he says a bunch of crap, but then he says, me, you, karate. And so it looks like we're going to have a question mark versus Trevor Murdoch match. One that I remember very well, and I'm sure you do too, Adam. That's going to be coming up. I can't wait.
1: I can't wait. <sighs> I think you can and- tell by, the, by, by our reactions what's going to happen there, folks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so next up, we got an update time from Sean Mooney. I like the little segments segments with Sean Mooney. I'm not, I'm not 100 sure that Sean Mooney's not the one sabotaging our show, but you <laughs> know, I've, I got my eyes on you, Mooney. I'm watching you. Oh, we um, see,
1: we see. But where we would like to see Sean Mooney more is where Gary in, in that the control, control room? room.
0: Come on, that was exactly my note again. Put him in the control room. My God. Just put him in a control room. Put a TV behind him. Why or a fake control
1: room. Just make yes. it look like the control room behind him.
0: Yeah, just just put some fake wallpaper up in Gally's weird little booth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moody in there. But uh, anyway, so he does, he, he, does a, he leads into like a little uh, 500K bet uh, discussion and uh, he talks about, well, I think this is where you get that Marty says he'll write Nick a check for 500k and uh also the big biggest news here I think besides that uh but if you were watching Ring of Honor or free Enterprise you knew that already um, the thing announced here is that uh, Sean Mooney tells us that next week NWA power is going on hiatus and uh, we'll see the debut of circle squared instead of it
1: before we get to that, Gary, I do want to talk about that Marty Skirl counter offer. I mean, can this guy do math? Is this why ROH put this guy in charge of their business? I mean, I mean, giving back the refund would have been a lot cheaper than half a million dollars. This guy's an idiot.
0: Would it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know the math either. So, but, but you may be well, right. Well, depending
1: on what venue they're going for, I, I don't see the NWA going for some kind of half a million dollar gate venue right out of the gate here, right? So, yeah. Marty Skrull, what are you doing, my man? What 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 business philosophy is this to pay more money?
0: Yeah, I and don't know. I don't not know about to us. Guy. Not to us. He's writing all this a check. Yeah. That, ah. What a bummer because, yeah, you know Nick ain't sharing that cheddar.
1: Well, we knew that we were gonna get a free show. That's why, Gary, we thought that we were gonna get a get a get a get a get a free show out of this thing. Nick was gonna beat the guy. We we would have had a free show, and now Nick Aldis makes even more money after beating Marty Skrull. Great, great.
0: Yeah. Well, great. So good for Nick, all around. So. uh well, except until he loses everything. I mean, that would be bad news for Nick Aldis. So, you know. All right. Do you
1: see Marty Skrull beating the real world's champion
0: I mean, this time? Nick, Nick's already beat him once. But I will say it was a close matchup. I mean, these guys are, uh, despite, you know, if you see them standing face to face, there's a distinct size difference. These guys are
1: oh, just a little bit
0: bad. Each other very, very well, and uh, that last matchup was as close as it gets. Nick escaped that one by the skin of his teeth, but he did get the victory. You have to ask yourself: Does Marty know him better now, having been in the ring with him? Did he learn some tricks? Does he have some ideas? I don't I mean, know. He Gary, just beat guys, him in a tag the, match.
1: The guys, the guys know Nick Aldis since he was 13 years old. If he doesn't know Nick Aldis by now to beat him, he's never going to beat the guy
0: yeah but you gotta wonder how many times have they locked up especially since their careers have gone on these different paths you know sure. and they've both they've both they've both learned a lot more in their uh, careers now so they're coming back together here to face off I don't know it's just it feels like uh this could be this could be an interesting one I, I don't want to call I don't want to bet against the champ you don't make money betting against Nick Aldis, uh but well, well, Marty Scroll seems to think he will. But well, I,
1: th- I think, I think we saw why ROH put him in charge of business because he makes bad business decisions. So great job, ROH. Oh, all
0: right. Uh, but Sean Moody, like I said, did introduce the Circle Squared coming next week. Uh, from NWA Power, or, or in place of NWA Power, that's going to be interesting. We saw a lot of those matches. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if all of those matches are going to be appearing all in that one week, or how they're doing that. Um,
1: I I guess my my question to you, Gary, is: Will we be streaming live after Circle Squared next week?
0: That's a good question. I mean, I don't know why we would we would stop our show. We we should absolutely. be here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so also they did the announcement of some other segments that you're going to be seeing or some other shows you're going to be seeing, uh, Power Surge and...
1: I can't wait for superpower. that soda pop.
0: Oh. <laughs> and, and Superpower, which will be a special <laughs> episode of NWA Power, uh, perhaps an extended version of NWA Power. We'll find, we'll have more details as they become available, but yeah. Well, I think main- that
1: that's, that the, the, the Superpower thing is now becoming... Uh, a, a regular thing with seasons it appears it's kind of like a like a like a clash of champions thing right
0: right right it it does it does seem like that's going to be the deal they they, they kind of did do that last last time around mm-hmm. the show yeah all right so I'm excited yeah I see you in there Caleb Jess, talking about NWA power next Tuesday but that's what we're talking about no no NWA power next Tuesday it is going to be circle squared so totally different show different set up, different talent. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun to what watch. What do you
1: think the uh, internet wrestling community will say about these sudden changes? We know how much Twitter loves subtle changes.
0: Well, it's, it's going to be interesting to see just how many people weren't paying attention and they're going to be missing <laughs> that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to, when they get pissed off when, when NWA power is not on next week.
1: Yeah, when we've been telling you for the whole week. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Hi there, Team CB. Thanks, thanks, thanks for joining us.
0: All right. So uh next up when we get a TV title match. We get Matt Cross versus Ricky Starks in uh the well, like I said, the TV title match. Uh and uh what's his name? Jared Fritz is the ref. Isn't that his name? Jared Fritz? I feel like that's right. Ref fit. I've been seeing that. This Correct. guy's been uh popping up on social media here recently. So uh good for him. And uh, I, I got to say, I got to say, man, not only was this an awesome match, it's good to see Matt cross. He's earning his love with the NWA audience. Uh, he's, he's getting respect from them. And uh, Ricky Starks obviously is, is miles ahead of where he was when he first debuted yep. when nobody quite knew who he was. Now he is also a beloved star, uh, a, a main event attraction on NWA power. And, uh, the TV title, man, I was worried. Like, I, I always thought the title looked cool, and I always – I was, like, iffy when it came back, you know? But mm-hmm. I'm loving this thing now. Like, I, I think that they really did have a good idea to use this thing, and it is playing out to perfection. They, they the, the Challenger has to get that win in 6.05, and – the other guy wants to hang on to that title for the 605 at least to lead to a draw because he's got that lucky seven rule in effect. And it just it makes everything mean so much in these matches. And I, uh, TV title is quickly becoming one of my favorite parts of NWA Power. Dudes,
1: it's just uh, wins and losses mattering, right? I mean, it's not just the title that looks good on that black leather hashtag belt tweets. It's those uh, lucky seven graphics that look fantastic. It's a little side clock and in, in, in right here in the bottom of your TV that looks fantastic. It's the whole presentation of this TV title that is bringing us in, bringing us into the story and telling us exactly what the NWA wants us to know. I mean, this is uh, this is just... Uh, Great storytelling, Gary. I mean, it's making us care about the about the the, the, the lowest title on the totem pole. Is that fair for you yeah, to I mean, say? Is
0: that fair? It's, it's roughly a fair thing to say. You know, you don't think it carries quite as much weight as like the national title, but there is this opportunity that if you can go on a seven-match win streak— Mm-hmm. you can shoot right to the top and become a number one contender. So there is that rolling for it. So I, I do love that fact about it. So it does make it very valuable to whoever holds it. And, uh, these guys, I mean, Ricky Starks and Matt cross two awesome competitors and two guys. I'm glad to see, uh, in the NWA, take this thing right down to the wire and Ricky can't put him away. And Matt cross can't put Ricky away and they go to a draw and, uh, uh, it's unfortunate for Matt Cross, it means no TV title, and uh, so it's, but it worked. Another checkbox. Ricky's yeah, on his I mean, way on that lucky seven.
1: Great, 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 great graphics with this stuff, my man. I mean, this is the retro forward stuff, and hey, thank you, Fortson, for saying, uh, glad that we're back and we beat the tech. Hey, man, thank you guys for sticking with us. We really appreciate you guys so much tonight. You guys bring a lot to these live chats and a lot to the podcast. So thanks for sticking with us tonight, everybody.
0: Absolutely. We love you guys. Thank you so much for coming back to join us. Uh, Even uh, Turbo and Elder for popping back in to mod this thing. We appreciate you guys uh, to be in there for us. and and I, I also, again, I mean, I know I've said this kind of already, but even in this case, Joe Galley was really good on commentary. I, I kept making notes about these guys tonight, like Stu Bennett and Galley. And this one a lot with Galley because Galley did a great job, I think, on commentary, like asking the right questions of Stu during this match, particularly things like, hey, Stu, talk to us a little bit about how tough this actually is to have a seven match win streak, because that's kind of something that I hadn't like registered so much. I thought that that was really, really good. It was just like, Hey, it's not just win seven matches, get a title shot. It's like, how tough is that? You've got to win seven straight. Like you can't lose in that time. And so, you know, he's saying like, this is a big deal. Not only is you you get the title shot, but you're also dealing with the fact that that means you're undefeated seven matches in a row. That's not like some easy money thing to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't remember the last time I did anything seven times in a row, Gary. So, I mean, that's, that's showing consistency. That's showing determination. And uh, uh, I don't know, man. What, what, I, I don't even mind seeing a draw after a 6.05-minute match.
0: No, no, absolutely not. It doesn't take anything away from, from either competitor. Actually, in fact, I think that that adds another dynamic to the mm-hmm. whole thing. It's that, you know, it's unfortunate. It sucks. You're you're left wanting more. You know, you're like so bummed out that the 605, But but that makes it matter because you know that 605 can run out. You've got to beat this person. You have to do it in this time limit. And so it, it makes that that title just that much more just everybody's anxious to get there and get a hold of it. But your comment just a minute ago about seven times, uh, it leads perfectly into Mr. Zicky Dice rolling out to oh, the uh, podium. Yeah. And uh, he's yawning. He was not, uh, he, he was not this happy. This guy couldn't even
1: button seven buttons in a row, Gary. How is he going <laughs> to win seven matches in a row?
0: Well, yes. I'll tell you. He, well, he, the, the very, uh, you know, I don't know if groan-inducing is the word, but Mister Nice <laughs> did make us know that he said uh, uh, the thing about Zicky, the difference between Zicky and Ricky, though, Zicky, Ricky just went to a draw, and Zicky finishes every time. Oh, no, God! Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> I rolled. I roll for me, man. And then he always does this, too. What's with the what, what's with the 6666 six, six, six stuff, Zicky Dice? I can read your symbology. I know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, maybe. Is that really what he's going for? I don't know. I think it's just his outlandish symbol. Zicky Dice doesn't seem to be up on uh, cults uh, and that sort of uh, thing. Right. Maybe? Are you
1: sure? Are you sure? I'm, no, all I'm right. not
0: sure of anything anymore. So, <laughs> whatever. He's outlandish. Who can tell? I did love his delivery of that, though. I have to say that he was just like, Zicky Dice finishes every time. Outlandish. <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't...
1: I, I, I did like the button line. I did like the button line.
0: Yeah, yeah. The uh, oh, Too many. Too many buttons. All right. Well, uh, next up we get Marty Bell out there with Kyle Davis. Nice to see Marty get a little bit of uh, speaking time. And uh, she's going off Ooh. about... Uh, what is that what is that this
1: is the outfit that i've been talking about all day gary i mean that that neon pink top on top of a leopard print skirt i i I remember telling her i think that was the only thing i said to her after the show too the first thing i've ever said to marty bell and the only thing i've ever said to marty (laughs) Marty bell was i really like that outfit tonight jesus adam way to make
0: connections there you go (laughs) <laughs> well, Marty Bell, hot stuff, steaming up Adam's collar. Look good. And, and, look good. <laughs> uh, brings uh brings some heat to the room when she's also talking about Allison K and uh discussing that uh Allison lost her title, her prestige, and her best friend. She's losing everything. And uh when Joe Galley brings up Melina, good God, Marty gets right in his face is like, you do not talk about Melina. She like turns up more than I've ever seen Marty Bell turn up, I think. And so uh, she did a good job tonight. I, I liked what I saw.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this was one of the first times we really saw her stand alone behind that podium. She she was able to do it very easily, commanded the crowd very easily. Yeah, man, I mean, she's, she's got it. And people saying that Adam Rotella is thirsty in the chat. Um, I'm fine. Thank you. Just fine.
0: Yeah, so uh, you get thirsty when it's so hot out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, I think I know what thirsty means now. This uh, Yeah, you're getting eat. the hang of it. 18 weeks in, I know what thirsty means.
0: This is another good part of having this community come in on a chat once a week is <laughs> Adam gets exposure to the rest of society and he gets to learn new terms, new <laughs> phrases, like all of these things. So he's like out in the world. So it's, it's nice true. To see. It's true. It's true. I,
1: I, I, I do not go out very much, folks. That is true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so uh Allison enters the room and uh she uh she gets in uh Marty's face about well I'll say this Allison was very uh what's the words I'm looking for here she she was uh she was easy on Marty in a way just like can't you see i know what you, i know that you see what's happening here that Melina's using you she's Jim Jones and you're drinking the kool-aid mm-hmm. and but but ends it with a no matter what, I'm still your friend, I'm still here for you. And uh but Marty having none of that and walks away. Um so well, it, Gary, yeah.
1: man I mean, you know, I'm all about the cult references. So the more Jim Jones that we can get into NWA power, I am 100% for. Uh, you really let her off very easy, though. So I, I'm not sure where that's where that's headed. Or maybe Allison K just knows that she's already in a bad situation and she doesn't want to make it any worse. So maybe she is still being that good friend.
0: Well if you follow them on social media I mean uh, Allison and Marty uh, put their differences aside and did the Cupid's Undie Run I recommend you go check those out uh, those oh, photos pay attention out on Instagram to that content. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so you know they they had some photos where they were not looking at each other very happily but they uh, you know they maintained and did some great stuff for charity so maybe there's that like that that time together rekindled some of that friendship feeling inside of Allison, and she's wanting to try to work this out.
1: Did I hear first place or second place when it came to the amount of money that the NWA funded for that run?
0: So it was second place as a group. NWA Girl Power were second place uh, overall for amount of money raised, which was pretty incredible because when Allison was on our show for the interview, uh, she mentioned, you know, she wasn't expecting to even hit their five thousand dollar goal because yeah. they didn't even announce this until like a month out from the event. But and then she came on the NWA podcast. Boom! Yeah, and you know, she also stopped off at like uh, some of Dave LaGreca guy's house or something. I don't know. He said never something heard of about him. it. Yeah, never For heard of him.
1: WWE anyway. Front Row. You've ever heard of this LaGreca guy? Sounds like yeah. a mainstream wrestling media guy to me. I don't trust yeah.
0: him. Who could, who could? But either way, I don't trust him. it was second place for NWA Girl Power, which was quite the feat, but Allison Kay won first place as an individual fundraiser. So like she, <laughs> yeah, overall she was number one as far as individual donations go.
1: Love it, that's, that's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah, right. it was great. Doing good stuff out there with the NWA girl power, Allison K. Good people. Good people. All right. So uh, next up, you got Melina versus Tasha Steels. And uh, yeah, Melina's rough on poor Tasha in this one. Uh, Tasha's trying to show a little respect to Melina, and Melina's not having it. And uh, she's just mean. She's just mean and angry. And this might be the most vicious I've ever seen Melina in a match uh, showing a little bit of emotion with that screaming and just like that look in her eyes, but uh, kind of taking it to Tasha enough to get that kid who was out there in the front row yelling like, Melina, you suck. Like, that kid was not a fan.
1: <laughs> I was all about that kid tonight, my man. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I was, I was, you know, obviously paying attention to the match, but Melina is not drawing my attention at all, unfortunately. And as soon as that kid, you know what, which is fine because I really want to see Thunder Rosa beat the crap out of her. So she's doing her job perfectly in my mind. But as soon as that kid <laughs> – it was perfect. I love being able to hear a child yell out that someone sucks on NWA Power. That is just a fantastic audio bit, man. It's 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 good stuff.
0: Yeah, raising them right. That's what we do. Yes. Uh, that's that's yes. part of the NWA, just – Positive influence on the children in society right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Be nasty in the chat, calling Melina Catwoman in this one. Uh, yeah, so it was a uh, it was interesting, and uh, she takes it too. Tasha gets like a little bit of offense, but this was kind of a squash match for Melina. She sort of destroyed Tasha Steals in this one. Ends it with the split leg drop and uh, gets the one two three. Comes out to the side of the rig, talking to yeah. Galley, and uh, says. She's getting a match with, uh, or was it Marquez? I can't remember. But telling him, I'm getting Thunder Rosa in a match for the women's championship next next episode. And uh, he's like, well, oh, yeah, who? She just
1: made that up. She just yeah. made that up out of, out of thin air. No one notarized that. There was no notary republic present. This, is a, this isn't an actual match, my man. This is just something in in her fictitious mind.
0: Well, and, and she's asked that. And they're like, who? Who? booked that like who, who said that was okay she said i did this was sanctioned by melina so uh yeah. i don't know it's tough it's it, the challenge is out there i mean it's hard to believe thunder rosa would turn down a challenge so uh, i guess no, we'll she see
1: won't. no she won't
0: uh, all right and then that leads us finally into our main event it is nick aldis royce isaacs versus the Rock and roll express and uh good to say i mean here here we are again the rock and roll express getting a lot of FaceTime with the champ uh, ricky morton's uh trying to get his number and uh well,
1: hey man but before we go further with that man how much fun was this match to watch uh our real world's champion live at i mean this is it didn't really come out too much on the actual show but i mean there were some very old schoolness stuff going on in this match nick Uh, Mr. Aldis complaining about people not tagging other it was just very old school wrestling man which I had a really fun time watching inside the studio
0: yeah absolutely it was uh, Nick was on fire during this match he definitely was super
1: on fire
0: yeah and there's the secondary story going on as well because of course Sal Renaro and uh, your friend and mine May Valentine showed up and uh, they took a front
1: row yeah, yeah, probably so. Friend.
0: Probably so. And I, <laughs> did, you, did you check out her outfit? By the way,
1: Whew. Hashtag <laughs> check out my outfit. But uh, dude, I, I I I do have a note here that just says once again, I love
0: Sal. Yeah, Sal's great, and Sal's got the love of the fans. Uh, I mean, it just it's cool to see him grow into the position. You know, we were talking about earlier, Tom kind of like slowly coming to the forefront as a star of NWA power. Sal Renaro is in his own right, uh getting some uh some street cred in that NWA arena. Like people people are digging Sal Renaro. It's it's almost like Two, it could have been an unfortunate scenario that he broke his arm, but it's almost paying off for him. It's getting him like into some nice storyline. Uh, well, he's next to May
1: Valentine. Hell, I'll break all my arms.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I was gonna Jeez. agree with that, but I'm, I'm not quite as thirsty as you, I guess. So,
1: uh, break all I, my I arms. Need... I'll be happy to be in a be in a storyline with Miss Valentine.
0: Yeah, there you go. But, uh, well, it it earned her affection, and uh, so they get to hang out together. You can tell that Royce is not a fan, Uh, although it didn't distract him as much as I thought it would in this match. He ends up getting the pin on Ricky Morton. Royce does in this one. It was nice to see Royce get a a pinfall victory over the Rock and Roll Express uh, with a little assistance from his feet on the ropes. Uh, But... There you go.
1: With a lot of assistance, Gary, I, I believe that you can clearly see Gary and I pointing at the ropes, yelling at Brian Hebner. I mean, come on, Mister Hebner, what are you doing, man? We know that you can fix those tag ropes pretty well, but you sure can't keep an eye on the goddamn match.
0: Oh yeah, it's uh, Hebner. He he was. Uh, I'm seeing a request for you to get some water in the chat, Adam. <laughs> um, but yeah. Roy's looking like he's gonna get a uh, get a little bit fired up on Sal, and uh, does May distracts him enough that uh, you know just sweetens him up with a hug and.
1: You can't beat up a guy with a broken arm, my man. I mean, they're just friends. May's allowed to have friends.
0: Yeah, you're you're exactly right. I'm also getting called out for saying a little assistance. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, it's just I've come to expect this from strictly <laughs> business, so I'm not. I'm not giving them a pass here. Royce cheated. Royce cheated, and they beat the Rock and Roll Express. What do you want from me? There you go. There you go. This is what they did. Um, But I do love the very ending of this matchup. No matter what, even the world's heavyweight champion, the real world's heavyweight champion, was out there. The match ends with a chant for Sal. (laughs) And, (laughs) uh, And so... That nwa
1: was, arena baby there's nothing else like it my man there is nothing else like being there folks
0: yeah absolutely you gotta be there if you haven't already i mean who knows how long it's gonna last that it can contain be contained in such a small studio or until tickets are just extremely hard to come by hey and man so,
1: there, there's gonna become a time where it's impossible to get a ticket it's gonna become like the viper room in uh i don't know somewhere cool where the viper room is i'm 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 not cool, folks. I'm not
0: cool. Yeah, I don't I don't even know what the Viper Room is. So, you know, whatever. I think All it's right. on
1: uh, S- uh, Sunrise Boulevard in Hollywood or something.
0: Maybe. Sorry, I was... Uh... Who
1: are you texting?
0: My wife. <laughs> Does we... she
1: not know what you're doing right now? What the hell is she... going on?
0: What is her problem? I don't know. Hashtag uh, Rotella
1: uh, note. Tell Jennifer to stop texting during the show.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, Jennifer. Uh, people <laughs> want that Crockett Cup information, and it's going to be. Uh, you know, they they say they're going to announce it next Tuesday, so we'll finally uh, get the final details. Uh, so uh, it'll be it'll be nice to know, so we can go ahead and officially make plans around it, because you know we gonna be there, whether or not they let us in the building we'll be outside of it if nothing else
1: i'm and, actually scheduling my my brain surgery around the Crockett cup so we do need those dates
0: yeah there uh this was just the first step for elder sour it's actually a braid uh, transfer and so to we're putting me. yeah we're putting putting elder sour's brain and rotella's body it'll be unstoppable and, uh, <laughs> um anyway so we're, uh, the, the the very last thing you do see, though, I should say, is that Nick Aldis does accept. Oh, I know. I know.
1: This Marty guy. Oh, my God. Someone needs to get give Marty some business notes. What's going on here?
0: So we're left with a lot of stuff here. It's Trevor Murdoch going to take on the question mark next week. We know that that's happening. We know that Ricky Starks, he's got more title defenses coming for the TV title. Who knows what's next for the NWA and what's gonna happen between Marty and Nick? And where's the Crockett Cup gonna be? What's the Circle Squared like? A lot of stuff to look forward to this week. We're gonna wrap up the podcast portion of this episode right now. If you're listening to this, you gotta tune in live if you want to be a part of the chat. And you would have got to see uh, just a big uh, shit show today if you'd have done it. And uh, but here we are. We're doing the thing. I am at. This is Gary Horn. That's at. This is Rotella. We are at the NWA pod on all of the social media platforms. Find us there. And until next time, thanks so much for listening.